What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berry, the business freelance writer here. We've got a lot of different things going on in our lives, but a lot of people want to write a book at some point. It's also something that establishes you as an expert in your industry. But with all these different things going on, a lot of people think that they are too busy to write a book. This episode is going to challenge you to think differently and see the opportunities you have to write a book. If you are someone who happens to be an author already, this episode will help you write more books, be able to get more content out there, and we're going to cover some book launching strategies as well. So if you want to prop up those sales numbers and get more books out, this is going to be a great episode for you. We are joined by an investor, the CEO of Self-Publishing School and Self-Publishing.com. He's a Forbes 30 under 30 and the author of seven best-selling books, including his most recently published work, Publish. Self-Publishing School is an Inc. 5000 company in the last three years in a row as one of the fastest 5,000 growing private companies in the U.S. Our guest helps people get their books out into the marketplace and get sales. He is none other than Chandler Bolt. Chandler, welcome to the show. Mark, great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Chandler, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and writing a book. It seems like a life's work for a lot of people where being able to publish a book, have your name out there and have people read your work, it is very fulfilling, but we do have a lot of people who think there's just not enough time in the day to write a book. So what are your suggestions for people who they want to write a book, but they feel like they're constantly struggling in the time crunch? Yeah, so first thing I'd say, um, you, you got to get started before you're ready, right? There's a lot of people think there's going to be this magical time where they've got no job, no kids, no business, and that's when they're going to write their book. They put writing a book on the maybe someday list, on the maybe next year list. It's, there's never going to be a good time. You're going to have to get started before you're ready. Uh, and if you're thinking about getting started, I'd encourage you to follow a, a, a process that I teach. It's called the more writing method. Um, so I, I lay, lay this out kind of in detail in my new book. Um, more is an acronym. It stands for mind map, outline, rough draft, editing. Okay. So the first step that I recommend people take is as soon as you're done listening to this podcast interview, you can grab a blank sheet of paper um, and draw a circle in the middle, write your book topic in the middle, set a timer for 15 minutes and write out everything that you can think of on that topic. Um, and so lessons that you've learned, stories that you have, books that you've read, like all everything that you can think of. Uh, and I think what you'll find in, or what a lot of people find when they go through that process is that there's a whole lot more that they can write about than they, than they think. Uh, and they've actually got a book in their head, but they just need to go through the process of writing it. So that's step number one in the more writing method. And then that'll lead into all, uh, all the other steps of the process. And what I like of like going right out of the gate, we're talking about planning. If you, if your version of planning is create the book title and see what words come out, it's going to take forever to write the book. You're going to feel stuck. You're going to edit when you shouldn't. Uh, you should write the whole first draft first, then go back and edit. Uh, but without planning, it just creates a lot more stress. And I love how Chandler's approach, we're just talking about 15 minutes. We're not talking about hours I feel like a lot of people have 15 minutes in their day to commit. And then it's just a matter of putting the words on the paper. Do you have an approach where it's like, are you a 1,000 word per day uh, type of advocate? Are you like one page per day? Like, what do you recommend for people uh, getting the output in? Yeah, so I'd say play to your strengths. 
For some people, if you're, if you're typically consistent in a lot of areas of your life, then the consistent progress method will probably make more sense. Um, if you're not and you're very busy and you, need, and you know that you need to give, kind of do a focused sprint, um, then I would recommend blocking off a weekend or a two-day period or something like that to make significant progress in a short amount of time. Um, so, but no matter which path you take. So if you do the daily process, which um, in the new book, we talk about um, the, this process of it's the 30-day rough draft challenge. And so that's where if you, if you take two 30-minute sessions per day, so an hour total, um, over the course of 30 days, um, you can get a rough draft finished. Now, depending on the, the length of the book, you know, it might take longer than that. But let's say you get a thousand words per day. Well, in 30 days, that's 30,000 words, which 30,000 words is, is pretty dang close to um, the size of a book. It's either a short book or half of a full length book. Right. And, and so you can make a lot of progress that way. Or like I said, if, if you're one of those people that says, Hey, I just want to kind of hunker down and then kickstart progress and then make uh, you know, consistent progress after that, then maybe that, uh, that'll make a, that'll make the process a little bit easier doing it that way. And how Chandler said 30,000 words, like you get a short book or half of a full length book. I mean, lengths are obviously like vary by the individual, but 1000 words per day, 30,000 words for some people that is enough to publish a book. And I think when you break it down to those numbers, something like that suddenly feels a lot more possible. Now, when I think some people say like, oh, I'm too busy to write a book, I think part of that is also not feeling like they can write a great book. I think a lot of people go into uh, self-publishing and writing books thinking they have to be this great, uh, infallible writer in order to put out content. So I'm wondering if you could just share with us like, what do you recommend for building the writing skill and you don't want to be perfectionist either. So I'm wondering how do we balance uh, those dynamics? Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it earlier, Mark, when you were talking about, you know, kind of, we have two rules um, when we're working with people at self-publishing school. Rule number one, don't edit while you write. Uh, and then rule number two, you can't write more than one book at a time. And, and so I like to focus people on, on getting your rough draft done and then you can make that rough draft better. Um, and so if, if, if you don't, you know, if you, if you never finish a rough draft, well, you can, you can, it's not going to feel like you're making progress. And if you don't feel like you're, you're making progress, then you don't feel like you're getting better as a writer and that book isn't getting better. Right. But if you have a draft done, then you can make that rough draft better by going back to the process, doing the self editing process that we teach, hiring a professional editor, that sort of thing. But really it comes down to um, getting the rough draft finished. And then one more thing I'd say that kind of answers the question you ask is um, the, writing a better book means being more clear about who you're writing to and what you're writing about. And so there's what I call the four P's of a best-selling book. It's person, pain, promise, price, right? So who's the person that you're writing to? This is your ideal reader. And what I encourage people to do is think of one person that you know and write the book to that person. So this is just an avatar. Uh, it, it, this is a person you actually know and you're writing a book as if you're writing a letter to that person. You'll find your voice real quick and you'll write a better book because you know how you would talk to that person, right? So person, pain, what's the pain that they have that they know that they have? And then what's the promise that you can make uh, through the premise of this book? Right. And so that's what I, that's how I, the kind of, the, that'll help you write a better book. And then that combined with focusing on the rough draft 
will help, help you make some, 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 some significant progress. Chandler brings up an important point where we got to focus on the avatar. Who are we writing the book for? We, uh, when you're writing your book, you want to like write something that you enjoy and you can definitely do that while writing with your reader in mind. You can intersect those two things together. So you stay focused on who you're writing for, which helps with sales and messaging later on while still being able to enjoy the book. Now, one of the things I want to get into is that some people, they finish writing the book or they already have uh, books published. And this is when you get to that hard truth where it is the marketing that takes more effort, uh, at least for a book marketed very well. Uh, I'm wondering if you could share with us some book launch strategies that you've seen success for in being able to drive books into bestseller status. So, yeah, so I'd probably start with, I'd probably give two or three um, pieces of advice there. So first off, you got to have the mindset for marketing, right? And so if, if, if you are an author, whether you're traditionally published, self-published, doesn't matter, you are responsible for marketing this book. A lot of people think my publisher is going to market my book wrong, or, hey, I'll just pay someone to market my book. No one cares about you or your book as much as you do, right? And so you don't have to like it, but you do have to learn it. Uh, and you and you have to market your book like it is just it is so important so many people think if if i build it they will come uh, and if you build it they will not come you have to tell them about it right and telling telling them about it is learning marketing right and so then once you have that mindset of marketing sometimes i'll have people put on their figurative marketing hat right it's like all right i'm putting my marketing hat on i'm choosing to market this book then there's launching successfully and then they're selling books long term which are two totally different things, but that are really related. <laughs> um, and so uh, launching the book ses- successfully, that comes down to what I call the launch triangle. So really, these are three things to successfully launch the book. Um, so the launch triangle, uh, it's uh, using a launch team, it's getting reviews, and it's doing promotions around the launch of your book. All right, and I'm uh, trying to pull it up in the, and I don't know if it don't, anyone will see the, the video version of this, um, but if they do, uh, that's, that's what the, uh, I'll pull it up. That's what the launch tri- triangle looks like. So launch team, um, that's, this is a small group of people who support you or the topic of your book, right? This could be friends. This could be family members, customers, colleagues. Uh, again, anyone who supports you or the topic of your book, that's going to help you launch more successfully and get more reviews out of the gate because the launch team is going to, you know, they're going to leave your review on the book. And so that helps you launch successfully. That also rolls into uh, the actual um, review piece itself. And then the third piece is promotions. Now that's kind of like an accordion, right? An accordion style, which I finally found this uh, little image so people can kind of see this here. Um, So you've got the the promotions. That's depending on the time, money, and energy that you have to put behind this book. That kind of can be an accordion style like, Either you're doing a little bit of promotions, but they're focused, or you're doing a lot of promotions and more what I would call the traditional launch. Um, And so that's the promotions piece. Those are the three pieces of the triangle. Uh, And then the last thing I'll say on that is, is it's not about the launch. It's about selling books beyond the launch. If you want this to truly be a lasting thing, and so you've got to take uh, the approach of what I call the one-year launch, and that's not treating your book just like a launch week, but treating it like you were having a one-year launch and you'll have a more successful launch. You'll sell more copies of the book. 
I really like the mentality of the one-year launch because you see a lot of authors, they promote their books, they're talk about it on social media, they're making a big deal of it. But then after the launch, uh, it's initial successes. And then three or four weeks, you don't really hear about the book anymore. So I like that yeah. one-year approach a lot. How does that one-year approach work? Is it uh, social media posts every week? Is it emails every week? What would you say makes up that approach? Yeah, so it's really all about, there's, there's, there's the promotions piece, um, which is important, but really more important than that, I, I, I like to try to get people to think about how do I create evergreen marketing assets, right? Because a promotion is a one-off spike for your book, right? So that could be a social media post, that could be a book bub ad, that could be, you know, sending out an email, any of those things, right? So what I like to think of is how can I turn that promotions into evergreen assets or build evergreen marketing assets that are going to continue to sell books month after month, year after year, right? And so that's where I look at podcast interviews like this. We're creating content that's an asset that will continue to market um, this book, right? Then there's getting reviews on the book. Well, now that's going to help the book rank higher in the Amazon algorithms, which will help it sell, help sell more copies, right? Then there's other things. Um, so you got reviews, you've got, um, oh, Amazon ads, um, creating a profitable ad campaign, which is really hard to do. It takes testing. It takes tweaking. You know, it used to be a lot easier, um, but now it's a lot harder. But if you keep doing that and you test enough, well, then now all of a sudden you're selling books consistently because you have a profitable acumen. Like all these little things like that, um, I look at how do I build these evergreen assets um, that will continue to sell the book long term. And a lot of authors, I've seen them do like whole year long sprints where they're appearing on podcasts, doing guest blogging left and right. Uh, even after that year long sprint, all of that content stays up forever. It's going to continue to get visibility from search engines. People are going to yes. continue to listen to this episode and you're going to get all that SEO advantage as well from all of that exposure. So it's not only helping you with your book and going beyond the launch, but also sets you up for that next book. I really like that focus where you are getting on podcasts, you are appearing on all these different places to promote your book, growing your brand at the same time, getting sales and not just treating this like a three week launch. Yes. And that's, it's a great point, Mark, cause that's, that's in the middle of, uh, that's what I'm in the middle of right now. Right. My new book launched in December. I'm doing about three to five podcast interviews per week. Um, and just continuing to market the book. And it, I, think it's, I think it was a big mistake I made when I launched the first version is I didn't continue to market the book. Mm -hmm. So when I go to speak, we're bringing hundreds of copies of the book. When I'm around town, I've got copies of the book in the car and I'm handing them out uh, and giving them to people, right? My, my chiropractor and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's bringing the book and giving that book legs. I was really inspired by a friend, and I, friend of mine um, named Hal Elrod, um, wrote a book called The Miracle Morning. I just saw how he did that, both with podcast interviews and we'd be out for lunch and the, the server would ask him about his book. He's like, hold up, let me go to the car. Let me give you a coffee. <laughs> and just like little, just seeing that kind of scrappiness, I loved it. And it really inspired me to, to have this book be a living, breathing thing that's not just a launch day or not just a launch week. I mean, just hearing that example of how like people don't think about it, but their book is just the better version of a business card. And yes, if you buy, I don't know what the prices are. It's been a while, but like 500 business cards, $30, let's say no one's handing out 
all 500 of those business cards. <laughs> and yeah. even if you do, we all, it goes in the pocket, it goes in the washer, it gets lost. There are a lot of, you can't do that with a book. And if you only have a few of the books, you're only going to give a few of them out. So it's going to be a deeper connection you make. I mean, uh, there's just so many advantages to having a book. And uh, if you're just saying that you're too busy to write a book, I encourage you to look at your calendar, look at your schedule and create that time because a book, it's a checklist item for some people, but it can turn into consistent revenue and be a really great introductory point for potential partners and clients. Absolutely. It's, you're, it's, we're speaking the same language. I mean, it's, it's a $4 business card that won't get thrown away. And every time they see it, they think of you and your business, right? And I just did this the other day. Um, uh, a friend of mine gave out one of my books. I said, oh, they said, hey, somebody said they want to write a book. I said, oh, you should give them a copy of my book. Gave them a, mm. They gave them a copy of the book. Um, and it resulted in $12,000 worth of business um, within the next week or something like that. So just little things like that. It can feel weird to transition from, hey, I met you to, hey, let's do business together. But I found that a book kind of greases the wheels of that. And they say, oh, this is interesting. So you help people with this? Yeah. Okay. What are the next steps? Book a call with my team. Let's chat about your book and how we might be able to help. And then boom, um, we're able to help those folks. I mean, if you, if you just think about the nature of reading a book, like this podcast interview, we've sat together for a few minutes, talked. Chandler's been a guest on the show before. So some of you may know him from past breakthrough success interviews, or you've bumped into him other places on the web and you happen to be listening here. Uh, but with a book, if you're reading 200 pages, you're spending hours of time with that person. Right. So it may feel weird to you as the author, someone you've never met before is so eager to do business with you. But at the end of the day, it makes total sense because they sat with you for 200 pages. You don't make it to the end of the book unless you are super committed. And not everyone's going to uh, convert in the way Chandler mentioned, like a $4 book turns into $12,000 in business. But that one client, I mean, just trying to do the math, you got like 3,000 books uh, that you can sell, for, uh, that you can give to people from those proceeds. Uh, so there's just a lot you can do and not everyone has to convert into a customer. But if you get some people, uh, it's why we get business cards. It's why we go to conferences and a book can achieve those goals, whether you're at the conference or just in your neighborhood. 100%. So uh, when it comes to marketing the book, we've talked about some different strategies, but I want to get back to that too busy uh, mentality again, uh, because some people feel like they're too busy to write the book and then they transition to that with marketing. What's your advice for creating a plan and implementing it like what you're doing now and getting on these shows and doing all these other marketing strategies? Yeah. And so are you talking creating a plan on the marketing specifically or creating a plan uh, on on uh, the, the writing piece? I would say more of the plan for marketing your book and making it happen with time. Got it. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think it, it, it first comes with committing to the one-year launch uh, and then identifying, hey, what are the, because there's the shotgun approach or there's the rifle approach, right? So the shotgun approach is spray and pray. I'm gonna do a little bit of everything and hope that it works. And that's just not really that smart. And so instead, what I recommend that people do is they take the rifle approach and they focus on one thing at a time. 
Now, this is a concept, this is not original to me, but I love teaching it. Um, it's, it's a concept of half-built bridges. And so, so many times with our book or in our business or whatever else, you know, it, it, we say, all right, uh, I think I need to do Amazon ads. I'll do that for a little bit, a little bit. Okay, hold on. Mark's got this podcast. Seems like that's going pretty well. Maybe I should start a podcast, start doing that for a little bit. Oh, hold on. Somebody else told me about how they're doing uh, uh, they're, they're building an email list, right? So maybe I should work. Oh, hold on. TikTok is blowing up. Okay, maybe I should start TikTok. And then you end up with all these half-built bridges. You've never fully executed the thing. So you have no real powerful evergreen assets, right? And so what I encourage people to do is focus on one bridge and build that one bridge first. And then once you've got a consistent bridge, go to the next thing. And then you start stacking, but go one bridge at a time play to your strengths, focus on what you're good at, start there. And that'll help you start building some momentum. And that half bridge concept, you got so many people who they just scatter their efforts without seeing much traction. You got to focus on a few different lanes as Chandler mentions and see success there. Instead of feeling like you have to do everything just because everybody seems to have a tip or a recommendation. If you want to write your book, go from idea to finished work and being able to turn it into a bestseller, self-publishing school is a great resource for you. Chandler, I wonder if you could share with us where we can follow your journey and check out all the things you're doing. Yeah. So probably the first, and there's two places. So um, while well, I'm on Facebook, so that's kind of the only social media that I have. Um, but if you'd like to kind of build on what you learned here in this episode, uh, I'd encourage you to grab a copy of the new book. Uh, it's called Published the Proven Path from Blank Page to 10,000 Copies Sold. Um, I narrate the audiobook, So if you're an audio person, grab it on Audible. Um, it's like having a conversation. Um, but then for this audience, so I want to do something special. Um, for the first 50 people, if you want a free physical copy of the book, Okay, so this is not a free plus shipping. This is not, any, this is literally books on Chandler. Uh, just tell me where to send it. Um, all you have to do is go to the link. It's called publishedbook.com forward slash Mark. Okay, so this is Mark's first name, which um, you probably know is spelled M-A-R-C. Okay, so publishedbook.com forward slash Mark. That's M-A-R-C. Um, first 50 people in the U.S. to go to that link, you'll get a free physical copy of this book. If you're not in the U.S., you can still go to that page, fill out that form. We'll send you a digital copy of the book um, for free. So um, you can grab a copy of the book, and that's probably the best next step to take if you want to learn more about the process and uh, check out the book. Well, Breakthrough Success listeners, you know, go over, get your free copy of published link in the show notes. We only got 50 of them available, so make sure you get it as soon as you can. Chandler, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Mark, you're the man. Thank you for having me.